Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hello there. Welcome back. Today we're talking about new ways of thinking about marketing. Sometimes shifting the way we think about marketing can make a huge difference in our enthusiasm and commitment to it. So today I want to talk about new approaches to marketing to help relieve some of the pressure and negative energy that we often apply to it and to hopefully give you some fresh new perspectives as well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that I like to teach marketing from the perspective that marketing is simply letting the people who need you know that you exist. And this focuses on the idea that marketing is about sharing knowledge, sharing information. You are generally letting people know that A, acupuncture can help them, and B, your practice exists in their area. And then what they do with that information is up to them. You can also think of this perspective as expanding people's awareness of their healthcare options so that they have all the information they need to make an informed choice for their unique situation. For example, I have celiac disease and I'm so grateful for the discovery many years ago that acupuncture could help manage my symptoms. I think about the other people out there in my community with celiacs or other chronic digestive issues who have no idea what acupuncture could add to their life. So whenever I'm doing marketing for my practice, focus on digestion, excuse me, on digestion, I'm thinking of that, reaching those people so that they have, at the very least, an awareness of their options. They may not be ready for acupuncture right now, but I've put the idea in their head and I'll keep showing up with my message. And if eventually they become ready for acupuncture, they'll think of my practice. Even if they decide not to try acupuncture, at least you put it on their radar for consideration. You offered it up to them. And that's all you're doing, sharing information so that people can make the best possible choices for their health. Another way of thinking about marketing is like investing. So my favorite kind of marketing uh, approaches are the ones that typically don't cost a lot of money or are free. I prefer to use in my own practice and teach the kinds of marketing that require a little more time and energy than money, because I think that these types of marketing also are the ones that have the most staying power, that continue to benefit your business over the long term. For example, things like writing blog posts, establishing a strong brand, perhaps on Instagram, working on the SEO or the search engine optimization for your website, collecting reviews and testimonials reaching out to collaborate with other business owners, all of those things help give your business a really strong marketing foundation that tends to last and it continues to benefit your business. 
And like investing, I think their benefit tends to snowball over time, but they may not give you results immediately. By contrast, if you run a Facebook ad or other paid ad, you would hope to see some results right away, or at least within a couple of weeks. But their benefit is pretty short. They work while you're running the ad, but I wouldn't say that they continue to benefit your practice after you turn them off, right? So if you are ever feeling like your marketing efforts are working too slowly, Take a step back and evaluate if you're doing the kind of marketing that simply takes a little bit longer to mature. And if so, it's probably also the case that eventually the benefit of your effort will really pick up and become much greater in the long run. For example, going to networking meetings regularly. If you go to one or two, you're new there and you might not get that many patients. But if you go consistently and become a member of that community, then it's likely that in the long term, you'll get more and more referrals from those people. So think of marketing as investing, as putting in the work, the time and the energy now so that it can grow and multiply and supply you with exponentially greater dividends in the long run. You can also think of marketing like gardening, which is a similar perspective to investing. So if this resonates with you more than investing, gardening is a nice angle. You guys know that, I think I've mentioned it a few times, man, I have a black thumb. I really like this perspective. I like the idea of gardening from a practical view. I am not very good at it, but if this resonates with you, then definitely run with it. So you plant the seeds now and then you tend to them and you water them. You can't abandon them or forget about them, which is what always happens to me. (laughs) And then you can collect the rewards later on after everything has had time to mature and flower. Another way of thinking about marketing is how can you use your visibility to eliminate the doubts and barriers that prevent people from making an appointment? And honestly, this could fit under the sharing information heading that we discussed earlier, the first point that we talked about. But in this particular case, you are specifically gearing your marketing to share information that people are uh, concerned about or have questions about. Helping answer frequently asked questions to break down any worries or reasons that people have for not making an appointment. To do this, I always recommend making a big list of all the FAQs that you get about acupuncture, about your office, maybe even about you or how you practice, about your specialty, and write down all your answers. Then use those Q&As to create social media posts, videos that you can share both on social media and your website, blog posts on your website, content for your email newsletters, even talking points if you're in Toastmasters, for example. Share that information anywhere you can get in front of new audiences who might have those questions. Another way of thinking about marketing is like yin and yang. And this analogy actually applies to marketing in two different ways. There's two ways of thinking about it. So we are going to talk about them both. The first is to consider the different sides of marketing, and which might be your strength. Yin marketing are types of marketing that I consider to be 
quieter, more internal activities, things that involve writing, such as blogging, updating your website, writing an email newsletter, maybe hosting a podcast because that is one-on-one if you're doing interviews. But these are activities that require more internal thought processing before publishing them and can often be done solo. Whereas I think of young types of marketing are those that are more outward in action and require more physical energy or activity, more interaction with others. This could be things like networking, attending Chamber of Commerce meetings, collaborating with other businesses, introducing yourself to other local business owners or other allied health professionals, etc. In some ways, you could think of this as dividing up marketing between things that suit introverts and extroverts, right? Although we know that introversion to extroversion is a spectrum. So you may feel most comfortable with the yin side of marketing usually, but have one or two yang type marketing approaches that you also enjoy. And I suggest thinking about marketing this way is useful when we are trying to decide what what marketing avenue to focus on next. So after identifying what marketing suits you best and what marketing you do most often, consider picking a new marketing approach from the opposite camp and see if getting visible in your community in this new way provides a jolt of energy to your marketing and to your patient flow. So if you're always doing the yin side of marketing, consider picking a yang style marketing avenue for your next effort and think of it as an untapped avenue that could get you in front of a totally new audience simply because it's not usually where you spend your time. And then the other way of thinking about yin and yang in marketing is one that I originally learned from Clara of AccuPro Academy many years ago, the first time I interviewed her. I will link that blog post for her interview in the show notes, and I recommend following her on Instagram if you're not already. She is just effervescent in her love for TCM. It's just contagious. So I will put a link to her Instagram in the show notes as well. The way that Clara describes the yin and yang of marketing is that yin marketing is anything you do to nurture, retain, and rebook current clients. How do you speak to them about acupuncture for wellness? Uh, What do you say at checkout to get them to sign up for another appointment, etc.? And also, how do you get them to refer people to you? What kind of systems do you have in place? So those would all fall under the yin or internal inside your practice marketing that you engage in on a regular basis. And then she considers to be young the marketing that is outward facing, that gets you in front of new people in your community and gets your practice visible. So that's pretty much everything else, right? All the other marketing practices and avenues that we talk about on a regular basis on this podcast. And I like to bring up this perspective because I think most of us are pretty heavy on one type of marketing or the other in our practices. And in my experience, typically we have the yin side or our internal marketing down pat. We're pretty solid there. It feels more like practice management than marketing sometimes, right? It's a kind of natural extension 
of what we're doing in the acupuncture treatment because these discussions with patients are important. But then the yang type of marketing is what we typically need help with or fresh ideas for, those marketing avenues that ask us to step outside of our comfort zones and get visible. So I would ask you to assess both sides of your marketing from this angle. Are you really heavy on one or the other? Could your outward visibility use help or could your office procedures and patient discussions become streamlined or cleaned up a little. So I'll give an example for you. From my practice, I recently took a look at the internal or yin marketing side because I had a little wave of new patients who came to my practice through Facebook. Yay. So our Facebook marketing is working, but they were very new people. They hadn't been exposed to me and my practice very much before making appointments. They weren't that familiar with how acupuncture is cumulative and they would need to come for multiple treatments. So of course, in their first treatment, we talked about it. And that was the first time they had heard that acupuncture needs to be cumulative for best results. And while most of them, you know, they understood it and accepted it, they were not all ready to jump on board, to commit to six to eight treatments. Now, this is in contrast to the people who follow me on Instagram and who have for a while because I spend a lot more time on Instagram marketing for my practice and I often talk about how many treatments are needed, what can I help with, how acupuncture works, what can they expect, etc. Um, and the same thing for people who are on my email list. We talk about these things over and over again. So by the time they make an appointment, really, they've already opted in. They've already decided that they're okay with and ready to try multiple treatments before deciding whether acupuncture is helping them. So I took a look at my internal processes. Really, I looked at my onboarding paperwork inside Unified Practice. That's the EHR that I use. And realized that nowhere in my digital new patient paperwork was it written down that acupuncture is cumulative and that they should expect to have to come multiple times. Typically, just having the verbal discussion at the first treatment is enough if people are already familiar with the idea and familiar with my practice. So I decided to add a page in my digital consent paperwork, just a few sentences really, explaining the cumulative nature of acupuncture, how many treatments are usually recommended, introducing the idea of acupuncture for wellness care and why we recommend it. And as they go through that paperwork, they have to read this page first in order to get to the informed consent and the HIPAA pages. So that has actually been helping already. It's just one more touch point where people get to absorb this concept. And I absolutely consider it marketing because it makes people more likely to sign up for a series of appointments. It helps solidify their understanding and their commitment and get on my calendar because that's that's what my goal for marketing is at the end of the day, right? Get more people on my calendar. So all this to say, take a moment to evaluate your practice from both of these yin and yang perspectives, especially if you haven't reviewed your internal marketing in a long time. It might simply be time for a refresh, or maybe you'll realize that some of your paperwork could be worded better for better patient retention, that sort of thing. And the last way of thinking about marketing that I want to offer today is that marketing is simply 
relationship building, which is ultimately rooted in trust. So at its core, you can think of marketing as a series of exercises in trust building with real life people in your community. And we could do this in a million different ways. Showing up regularly for whatever marketing avenue we choose, whether it's social media, an email newsletter, networking groups, etc., and sharing our message consistently is a really great starting point for building trust. And another way to do this is to allow people to get to know us at least a little bit. People typically feel more comfortable making an appointment with someone that they resonate with or that they at least feel like they know a tiny bit, right? They have this little modicum of trust that making an appointment is going to feel safe. And this doesn't mean on social media that you have to share a ton about yourself. It's always to your comfort level. Showing your face, introducing yourself sharing why you got into acupuncture, why you chose your specialty, or whatever amount of information you're comfortable sharing is a great starting point. And then sharing that information regularly. I think, you know, on social, introducing yourself once every two or three weeks is a great approach because you're always getting new followers. And consider doing the same thing maybe once every couple of months in your email newsletter. And I do know that not everyone can share their face in photos, for example, for religious reasons. So it doesn't have to be literally sharing your face in that case. This is more about the idea of letting people have a peek of who you are, both as a practitioner and a person, allowing people to get to know you enough that they feel safe and comfortable making that appointment with you. And towards this end, I do recommend getting out in your community in real life and talking with people in person as much as possible. Now, if you're an introvert like me, this idea doesn't always sound that appealing. When I say get out in front of your community, most people immediately think of networking. And last week I released an episode all about networking for people who don't love networking, myself included. That is episode number 41. If you want to check it out, I'll link it in the show notes. But this recommendation of talking to people in person does not have to be limited to networking meetings, thank goodness. This could mean volunteering in your community or joining groups of people who have similar interests. It could just mean making more of an effort to bring up acupuncture at, you know, like your kid's soccer game or a PTA meeting or at church when people mention that they are having knee trouble or back pain. So just taking the opportunity to meet people and speak to people. And over time, it will come out in conversation that you're an acupuncturist and people will be interested in talking to you about it. And those in-person conversations build trust really quickly and easily. They make people even more likely to refer others to you, even if they're not thinking about seeing you for acupuncture themselves because they have met you, they've had a chance to speak with you, and they feel really comfortable recommending you to their friends. So I hope that this episode really gave you at least one new perspective for marketing that feels refreshing and provides some new ideas and motivation for getting visible. Again, a quick review, you can think of marketing as knowledge sharing so that people can make the most informed decisions about their health care, as investing or gardening, 
as a yin-yang balance, and as relationship and trust building in your real life community. So as always, thank you so much for being here. If you have thoughts or questions, you're always welcome to send them to me, michelle at michellegrassick.com. Can't wait to talk with you next time.